The Arrow That Saved My Life, Twice, by Donna Barbour. After a freak backyard accident almost kills her, a woman is taken on a miraculous medical journey. After publishing The Boy with the Spike in His Head, November 2019, about a 10-year-old boy who survived a harrowing head injury caused by a 43-centimetre-long rotisserie skewer, we received a letter from reader Donna Barbour. She had her own story to share, and one that was doubly miraculous. It was a warm April evening, and I had returned home from work early. As I often do after a long day, I went straight to my backyard and did some work in my flower garden before lighting the barbecue to make dinner for my husband and myself. I had only just walked a few steps on the patio when I suddenly felt a horrifying blow to the right side of my neck. It felt as though someone had hit me with a baseball bat. I knew that no one was in the yard with me, so no one could have hit me. Totally confused, I reached up and, to my shock and horror, realised that I had been shot with an arrow. I grabbed the arrow with a death grip where it had pierced my neck and ran inside, screaming my husband's name. Ed was in the back of the house talking to our daughter, Keela, on the phone. He dropped the phone and ran to me. Ed grabbed me by the shoulders to stop me from running and told me to lie down on the couch. Then he called an ambulance. I lay there and prayed. I didn't know if there was any way that I could survive. The next hour or so was a crazy, jumbled mix of events. The arrow had come from a young man practising with a compound bow used for hunting in his backyard. Luckily, he was using a practice arrow, which is smooth and rounded. A broadhead arrow for hunting would have killed me. He lived across the alley and was shooting to the north. The arrow had ricocheted and turned back to the south. It went over two, possibly three fences, through the shrubs and an oak tree, between two large hanging baskets, and into my neck as I walked across the patio. A shot from a compound bow can travel up to 321 kilometres per hour, or 92 metres per second. We had wonderful emergency medical responders that evening. As they entered the house and sat down beside me, they were perfectly calm and totally focused. They called for help from the paramedics and for a medical helicopter from Amarillo, Texas, about 105 kilometres away and the closest city with a trauma centre. As the helicopter lifted off to take me to Amarillo, I felt at peace. I had seen the large number of people outside my house, and I knew that heaven was being bombarded with prayers on my behalf. I felt certain that everything would be fine. At the hospital, family and friends were gathering. I tried hard to reassure them. I kept telling them I was fine, but the looks on their faces told me that they weren't buying it. It was a difficult job since I had an arrow sticking out of my neck. Soon they took me back for a CT scan to determine the location of the arrow on the inside. The doctors and nurses began telling me how lucky I was. The arrow had gone between the carotid artery and the jugular vein. That space between the two is 6.35 millimetres or less. The diameter of the arrow was larger than the space it went through. It actually pushed the artery to the side, without nicking it. There was no bleeding at all. Although I didn't realise at the time how truly incredible this was, I began arguing with them that I wasn't lucky, I was blessed. This is an argument I have continued to wage ever since. 
As I was being taken back to surgery to remove the arrow, my family entered a waiting room full of people. In fact, there were two waiting rooms full. Someone told my son, Kyle, that there was a post on the site texasbowhunter.com asking for prayers for me. It turns out a friend had called her son, who is a bow hunter, and told him about the accident, and he had posted the prayer request on that website. The morning after my two-hour surgery, with my family all gathered in my room, the surgeon came in. He checked the wound and talked to us about what he had done. Then he told us something that rocked our world again. He said that the CT scan had revealed that I had a brain tumour. I remember going a bit numb but thinking, God works in mysterious ways. The surgeon said they were almost certain the tumour was benign, but it was located in a very difficult place. A few days later, I went to another neurosurgeon for a second opinion. He said that it was a difficult surgery, but that it had to be done. The tumour was about to cross the midline of my brain, which would have resulted in a massive stroke. The brain surgery was successful, and in less than a week I was back home. I was discouraged and feeling horrible. I had lost a lot of blood from a bacterial infection, Clostridium difficile, and was extremely anemic and weak. I was beginning to have symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, hearing the swoosh and then the thunk of the arrow. Thankfully, that didn't last too long. All my adventures had taken a toll, and I needed time to rest and heal. Nothing eventful happened for a couple of years. I continued to tell people that I was not lucky, I was blessed. I had an MRI each year to make sure that the tumour was not growing back. After an MRI in 2015, I was told that there was still no sign of a tumour, but they had found a brain aneurysm. Normally, aneurysms aren't discovered until they rupture, and that is almost always too late. Again, I was facing uncertainty and dreading brain surgery. In the weeks before the surgery, I felt at peace with whatever the outcome would be. They found it was a very fragile and difficult aneurysm, covered with blisters and on the verge of rupturing, but the doctor successfully clipped it. Had it not been for that arrow, I would have died from a brain tumour, a stroke or an aneurysm. And honestly, the arrow should have killed me, but it didn't. For weeks, everyone gathered around me when I went to the supermarket or the post office. People would stop and hug me and even cry, saying how happy they were that this had happened. It strengthened everyone's faith. Coincidences? Luck? I think not. The gentleman who wrote the last comment on the prayer request thread on texasbowhunter.com summed it up in just two words. He simply wrote, Amazing Grace. For more RD Talks, visit readersdigest.com.au. Brought to you by Readers Digest Australia. Narration by Zoe Mernier. Sound production by Ricky Price.